Bueller, 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 Bueller. Wake up! Good morning! Terry Wilson, he's gonna throw! Conrad! Touchdown, Kentucky! Touchdown, Kentucky! Victory, Kentucky! Like, give your fans what they want, you dinguses. She probably smokes marijuana. Bad, bad girl. They Rubbish! There's buggers over here. Back outside. This is the point where he always hits it. Oh! Aaron Harrison beyond belief. We did it. We beat those British We bastards. beat the British. Suck it, Cornwallis. Ten kids. You're basically pregnant for 20 years. Pregnant or breastfeed. Just wild. Like, that sounds exhausting. Potheads. What an adorable... What an adorable bunch of people. Woodson from the gun. Play fake. Step it up. He's throwing deep down the near sideline. He's got Johnson. 20, 10, 5, touchdown, Kentucky. Jesus, Rash, get it together. It's game day. Come on. Welcome to Kentucky Roll Call with Walker and Roush. Happy Thursday, January 19th, 2023. You're listening to Kentucky Roll Call here on Big X Sports Radio. What's going on there? I don't know. What was that? It's like the record scratched. It first was. TJ Walker, Nick Roush, Justin Kalen here on your Thursday. Going to be nice weather today. So hopefully you're getting a jump start on that. Stopping in at Thornton's, getting everything you need. For the day, we love Thornton's, you will as well. Justin Kalen, our producer, how are you? I am good. It's uh, my Friday, so really looking forward to today being over. Indiana plays tonight, so I've got something to look forward to. Um, Yeah, it's just going to be a great day. This is Indiana. Yeah, we do it big. Yeah, um, and you also um, don't know how to spell or operate Wheel of Fortune. I, I, I hate being that guy, but that's a very old clip. Is it? Yes. I mean, I'm happy that it's making the rounds again. Oh, it, yeah. it, it deserves. It should be like a, every six months that thing should get back fired up again. But I, it's at least a, I think a few years old. I'm just glad that like we it should always be college so that we can make fun of whoever sucks. Oh yeah, well, that's a good point. Yeah, like I, I, I they love, really should do like in March do like a a bra- some sort of bracket. But when you have three people, it's a little bit tougher. But they really should do like play every every game show should play into like March brackets. Madness college yeah. alumni brackets, brackets on brackets on brackets. But, but yeah, was, I'd that, never it, seen the Achilles. Yeah, I, Achilles it, before. It, it made the rounds a while back, and everybody had a good heart. I think I may have been watching it live, to be honest with you. Uh, and then it made the rounds, and everybody just couldn't believe it. But the, yeah, really tough look. The thing him. was, too, Scoots, is there was uh, another time in the show where he, he had a pretty bad error in of itself that might have gone viral. Um, that it wasn't as bad as Achilles, but it was it was still like the thing was. Category was car, and all that was left were two letters on the last three-letter word. And it said, or no, excuse me, the, the, the category was person. And he said world's fastest car for <laughs> okay, person. Okay, so I didn't think that mess up was that egregious, but I didn't look at the title. Yeah, so. the category was person, and he oh, said world's man. fastest car. Jeez. Oh, yeah. That's tough. Uh, I was, uh, have you watched any of the Celebrity Jeopardy that's been on ABC? Um, no, but I've seen, like I saw where they didn't. 
the there's a field of dreams question. Oh my gosh. The sports that... questions are always the funniest, but like Candace Parker is an athlete. And Candace Parker, I, I, she was horrible at Celebrity Jeopardy. I mean, absolutely horrible. I and I'm not trying to be mean, but you would think that like if you, if you're going to be on Celebrity Jeopardy, you got to have enough confidence to feel like you're going to be decent. You think somebody like your agent would be like, "Do you watch Jeopardy?" No. Do you think you would be good at just and Celebrity Jeopardy's much easier than yes. the real thing? There still are tough questions, and there's still a lot of things I would get wrong. But you think that somewhere along the line, you'd be like, do you think that you can do a good job at this? She was with Patton Oswalt, who was really good. Yeah. And he didn't it, even take a guess at the Field of Dreams question. And, yeah. And that <laughs> he was also probably him, but, read the room, too, and was like, if I don't know, then I'm not going <laughs> to. But he got a lot of other questions right. And then Tori DeVito, who I'm not as familiar with, but she's an actress that was in One Tree Hill and then some, like, uh, ER shows or some hospital shows, and she was even worse than Candace Parker somehow. But uh, yeah, it's it, trivia game shows are going viral for all the wrong reasons. Yeah. Around the, the the question, if you all didn't see, was uh, this or excuse me, the answer. This state where Field of Dreams was shot was is known as the Corn State, and we got a Nebraska guess, and there was another. I think Ohio might have been one. Or Illinois or something like that. Yeah, yeah, but it's like... There's a lot of corn in Illinois. There's a lot of corn in the Midwest, mm-hmm. but... <sighs> not not good. No. But in honor of that, and this is a surprise to these two fellas, we're going to play some trivia today. Ooh! Yes. Yeah! It's going to be you two going against each other. Oh, love it. And You're uh, going down. Can we it's going to be some scoots. like dozen-inspired type of questions. Good. So they won't be their, their questions, but I think you guys are going to like it. We're going to have a good time with it. We'll do that a little bit later on the show today, your Thursday edition of Kentucky Roll Call. Well, I'm going to win that. You know how I know I'm going to win that? How? Because I have the power to cut off Roush's mic. And I can be the only Producer, one to answer. Producers use that joke. <laughs> Just consistently. I got the power. I, I, I guess who? I can mute you if I want to. <laughs> Next time he says that, we just walk out. All right, do the show for two hours. <laughs> Go ahead. Thing you, is, you I don't melt, know. Scoots. You the, melt. The, no, the Thornton's text line would keep me busy all two hours. Scoots reading the Thornton's text line would be hilarious. <laughs> I think UK's best lineup is blah, blah, blah. And then Scoots <laughs> would just have to comment on it. <laughs> TJ Roush, what's your favorite alcohol? Well, I'm not TJ Roush, but I love... Bud Light Platinum. Bud Light, Blood, the old splatties. <laughs> Oh, good. So we'll have a little trivia today. Roush and I were talking a little bit before we got on the air today. The Kentucky Sports Figure of the Year is the ballots due today. Probably won't be announced for another week or so. I think it's uh, 31st. 31st. Okay, so the end of the month. Uh, And I completed my ballot last night. Roush, I think, completed it uh, a couple days ago. Probably a little bit of a down year in the Kentucky Sports Figure ballot as I was going through it. Yeah, yeah, there weren't like um, a lot of worthy people, but I just was looking at the overall list and I was like, eh, probably better years. I mean, you didn't have any men's basketball players on the cheat sheet besides Oscar, so there was one among the like two local teams. Um, yeah, it, the thing is too is like there was it's going to be uh, Oscar Sheboy in like a landslide, and then but where it is fun is the people outside of that. And, like, you forget, like, oh, Justin Thomas won the PGA last year. Mm-hmm. Like, I just, you know, you time gets away from me. Forgot that happened last year. I was going to pull up uh, my ballot and it not, not, not seeing it anywhere. Uh-oh. Oh, boy, that's really not good. 
It's oh, not even, man. It's, it's he not never even, sent it. It's not even in my drafts. It's not even in your sense? It's not even in my sense, and it's not in my drafts. Uh-oh. Yeah, that's horrible. I, I guess it just didn't go through. Maybe you got the boot. I didn't get the boot because I had the email. What the hell? In the way – it's, it's very concerning. I would be uh, upset if I was TJ, too, because his process – much more thorough than I think most. Yeah, and I write like nice little notes for all of them. Well, that sucks. <laughs> Guess I still have today to figure it out. But boy, uh, this this is breaking sad news for me. It probably took me like an hour. Yeah, I, I did. I was watching the challenge last night. Just had the laptop out. Uh, also, a little bit of the UVL game. Shocker, everybody! They lost. Chief. Wait, you'll never believe this too. They had an early lead, and then they gave up like a. 20 to 2 run. Isn't that the opposite of what they were doing early in the year? Didn't they dig themselves a deep hole early in the year and now they're getting out every game and grabbing a, a big lead and choking it away? Or am I wrong? Uh, no, they, they've they been they doing go back this. And forth. They, they've been Sit doing down. this most of the season where they'll come out, they'll play well. The little thing that I call quitability. You'll have that. Not spurtability. And then it's just over. Mm-hmm. So it's almost the same script most of the time. I know go the last there, play hard, and then the other team will go on a run, maybe a seven point run, maybe a nine point run, maybe a thirteen point run, and then they'll they're they're done. I know it's like over. the last month or so for the first five, six minutes of the game, it's like, wow, Louisville actually looks like a competent basketball team. And then you check the final score and it's like, oh, they're still not a competent basketball team. No, they're not good. I mean, they are a really bad team. We knew it Ooh, in the preseason. Did you enjoy the clip of uh them throwing it off the guys back? That was. If you haven't checked it out, Mike Rutherford for the Mike Rutherford Show, afternoons, Big X Sports Radio, tweeted it out last night. Yeah, and I did see that live, and the wife was just like, "What? What? How did that happen?" Like he like, could have just let it go out of bounds too. Instead, he was trying to save it from going out of bounds and threw it off his teammates' back. It's very funny, and also the fact that it was against Pitt. Pitt had like the Kevin Stallings Pitt team that went OFA in ACC play was historically bad, and now Louisville is challenging that team to be the worst ACC team ever, and they might do it. They just might do it. Yeah, that that team I think at this point in the season had eight wins, where U of L only has two. It is. I know that we we have our fun with it, and we make our jokey jokes, and we all love it. But it really is unlike anything that's been seen in Power 5 basketball, let alone a program with the tradition like U of L. I mean, we all know how terrible that 9-21 and 21 season was or however many games UK played. Was during, 16? 9-16. and, 16. Nine and six, Yeah, okay, even better. 9-16 and 16 than in that pandemic season. But there is a realistic chance U of L finishes the season with two wins. I mean, they're making kind of hard to wrap your brain around. They like are making two wins. They're they're making the six and twenty five Indiana Hoosiers look like world beaters. I mean, that team would smoke this Louisville team. I don't doubt it. I think a lot of teams would smoke this U of L team. And Josh Hurd recently came out and backed his guy, which I think Roush took that as not a good sign. Uh, I took it maybe not as a good sign. If you want pain gone. I still find it so weird that no U of L media member, no U of L radio host that I know of, is just coming out flatly and saying like, "Can he can't get he, it done? He, he's got to go. Like we got to well, we got to make changes after this year." Ty Spalding probably the closest thing to that. And I think it's just I don't because know if he's coming out and bluntly saying it. I think people are kind of scared. Well, and I don't know if it's they're scared, but also 
Kenny is a, like an objectively likable human who won a national championship for them, so they don't want to. And they've been so bad as of late. Like, well, being that guy, what's it going to do for you as a as a take person, right? Like, everybody knows that it sucked for a long time being a Louisville basketball fan. Coming out and saying we suck, fire the guy is just kind of broken record at this point. Yeah. So they're in a weird, they're in a bad spot. No, I, I mean, but I kind of just, I, I would, if this were a UK situation, and it's kind of, it's you can't really compare it because Cal's been at UK for 15 years. He has history, a good history. Yeah, so, we, we haven't like been through if, a coaching search. If Kentucky nope. brought in a new coach, completely whiffed on recruits, whiffed in the transfer portal, and then just showed no sign of progress as a head coach, the team showed no sign of progress as a team, I would be banging the drum very loudly on Kentucky Roll Call every morning just saying, we got to make changes. Great guy. Like the person. Maybe it, this isn't the most fair thing in the world, but we need this program to be better. And L fans are starting to kind of notice that because uh, I think L basketball is going to have $2 million less in revenue this year. The Yum Center is a ghost town. And... Roush, it'd be a whole other thing if you had like DJ Wagner and Aaron Bradshaw coming in the following year. Right, I think the UL fans that. would be able to yeah. stomach it. They don't have any great recruits coming in. No recruits that really make you think that this is going to get turned around in a big way, like maybe six wins next year or eight wins next year. But he's going to have to really kill the transfer portal to be a tournament team or even be in the conversation for a tournament team with the guys they've got coming in. Caleb Glenn's okay. They got one other recruit that seems to be okay. But those aren't like first-round lottery picks that you know that talent, they can just push through some stuff. They're not bona fide game Mm -hmm. day, like day one, change. So he's going to have to kill the transfer portal. Then ask me this. Somebody that's going to be leaving one place – are they? Why would they be so eager to go to a place where they had won two games the year before? You know what it feels like, though, TJ? It's a mess. What a mess. Is we still, our brains are still operating in the old NCAA mode, if you will. Like, firing a coach after one year seems preposterous prior to the transfer portal, right? It, it just does. And it does. So, but like, we're, so we're still not used to the way things should operate. And the other thing too that I'm not I'm not certain about either is like I, I know we played this game before, but like you mentioned the money aspect of things. Firing coaches three in three years, be tight squeeze. I would think. I would think. Yeah, I. I but how? What's the money from just an empty yum center for yeah. an entire another season for more and more people bailing on their season tickets? Yeah, I don't know. It, it's it's a it's a tough situation for U of L. You are right. It would be easier if Kenny Payne was a jerk. He's not. He's very likable. You. I think a lot of U of L fans just so desperately want him to be able to figure it out. But the writing is more than on the wall. It's whole. It's painted. The entire interior is painted. Oh, graffiti. It's, which, it's not, it's not going to get better. By the way, the other day, which, which uh, you know, Walgreens, and it's like, when did you close? You, I, you're by my house. I went to you like not that long ago. Graffiti already there. I no. must have just been. Come on, people. In really the out of the loop. Come on. Yeah, it took five stores to find kids' Tylenol. Like five I, stores. Five stores. 
I get, I get. Tell the kiddo just like, yeah. Well, but like, I, I understand when I don't have my cereal that I want at the grocery store because like supply chain gobbledygook, like, right? Like it's going to take a while to get back to humming like we were pre-COVID and all that sort of stuff. But it's freaking baby's Tylenol. Like you, that should not be a thing that's empty on your shelves. It just shouldn't. All oh, the babies are sick. Yeah, they're teething. Teething like a real son of a gun. Puppies are coming in quick. He's drooling all over the place. It's not 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 great. Is he really three months old? Yeah. That was I saw that post last night and I was like, there is no way he's three months old. Time's fine, man. Jeez. Time flies when you're having fun. Roush, who is your number one? Oscar Sheboy? Yes, yes. Number the one on my sports, sports figure. figure Mine as well. Was Justin Thomas your number two? No. Number Whoa. seven. Whoa. Yeah, I, I, I'm weird with, like, I, I, my rhyme of reasons, like, I think about impact locally, and, like, that was awesome. He has probably the greatest feet on here outside of Oscars, but, um, yeah, like, he's, he's won it before, though, so I'm just not going to make it as big yeah, of a you deal. always have just the worst rationale. Yeah, yeah, there's no, and, that, and that's what I think is fun about your, sports of the year. Yeah, it's yeah. your poll. It counts the same as mine. You, you, you hate, you don't, like... If somebody is outside the state, sometimes you don't give them any credit for yeah, it. Yeah, and, and I did make one exception. My number 10, I put Flightline instead of Rich Strike. Um, I had Flightline, I think, at number 7. Because, like, Flightline. I can't believe my ballot's gone. That sucks. And now I'm not, my ballot will not be what it was either. It won't I, be as I, good. I will, for, yeah. I, will forget, I will forget the order I had it in. And I even thought, I was like, I'm going to write it in notes, and I'll just copy and paste it. But I didn't. I was like, I'll make the list in notes and then write the rationale in the email Do body. you at least have the list? Still there? No, because oh, I, I kind of got sloppy. I started like erasing things just so I could eliminate the people that I'd already put over on the other end while I was pooling it down. It was a this was totally a disaster. This is, is you've Nobody been cares. out of the writing game for a while. Exactly You're just getting sloppy, getting sloppy. Getting sloppy. But like Flightline, normally I'm like, okay, I don't care if they were Kentucky bred. He spent his whole career on the West Coast, winning a bunch of races nobody cares about. Hey, but British Cup Classic was his, in Kentucky. See, and that that's where it was. He won that at Keeneland. He was dominant, and also Rich Strike. Great win, but your owner and trainer are a bunch of bums. They're losers. They're bums. Uh, gosh. Uh, maybe Eric Reed's a fine guy, but I, the ownership is what really ticks me off. They're cheapskates. I know we discuss this every year, but isn't it sports person of the year? Figure. figure. They changed oh, okay. it uh, when Farrah, American Farrah won uh, the Triple Crown. because Makes sense. People gotcha. wanted it. Yeah. Um, but uh, the side, quick sidebar. It wasn't until 2014 they made it sport. They changed it from sportsman of the year. They said, you know what? We can let a woman win this one. <laughs> Is that accurate? He's, he's joking. I was like, man, 2014. Uh, but I do think it was Sportsman of the Year for a while, but this was many, many years ago. But Rich Strike's owners, uh, I've just, all of the stories about them, notorious cheapskates. Like, they, they act like they're $17,000 claimers. Um, know many of people who got, uh, instead of a generous tip, it was like a, eh, here you go. Uh, and then the there was a big Rob story. I know this as a, in the horse racing field as there, an owner. There was a. There was a Courier-Journal story all about the groomer and how, like, Rich Strike is actually kind of a difficult horse to deal with. But around this groomer who's been doing this for 30, 40 years, he just has a way about soothing him. And he's he's the one guy, this special relationship with the groomer and the horse. Well, the groomer quit because the owner was a cheapskate and didn't compensate him fairly after their historic... Like, the dude's a millionaire, and now he's going out and just really making karma go the wrong way. I kind of, like, want that horse to never even come close to winning a race again. Well, don't take it out on the poor horse. I know, but I don't know how else to take it out. The horse just does its best every day. Yeah. Yeah, he tries. He nays. 
He almost won at Churchill, though. He did come in second last fall, so maybe we'll see him again. But uh, back to the ballot, though. We we did discuss a lot of women. A lot of women. Yeah, a lot of women. Ladies' year. Yeah. Uh, some of the women that I had on there, I had Ryan Howard. Mm-hmm. Uh, just, I mean, she basically won every award that you can win. Number one draft pick, yeah. NBA, WNBA Rookie of the Year. I was tempted. I almost put in Dre Edwards too because that shot was awesome. Yeah, I'm not putting Dre Edwards in for one shot. Right, but it was an awesome shot. That's yeah. It, it was very. But, but I was tempted. Uh, Abby Steiner was my number two. I did not have Abby Steiner in my ten. Probably should have. Did not though. Uh, also had Kelly Busboom or Busboom Kelly. Yeah, I had her in there as she well. She was my number three. U of L's athletic program has only won one national championship in all sports. That's men's basketball. Clearly, I bet the next one will be volleyball. Assuming yeah. she is still there. Well, and there's also like my big thing is Craig Skinner winning that title was an anomaly, and but now like with Louisville's success too. It's not just a Big Ten, Pac-12 sport in Texas. Like they we're actually really damn good in this state. To, yeah. to go to back-to-back Final Fours is, um, I mean, three straight years where you have Final Four teams from the state of Kentucky. That's significant. Yeah, I think in a two-year span, they're like sixty-four and four and thirty-five and one in conference play. Man, those uh, games it's pretty, against UK it, are pretty awesome. It's too. it's pretty nutty. Yeah, I hope UK starts to. To, to bring it back to him, absolutely. Uh, let's see who else did we have on the list. I, I, I what, and another woman that you want to add? I think that may have been it for me. Yeah, that, those were the the three that made it for me. Uh, um, Johan Sindergren, I had him on there, the UK men's soccer coach. Did kind of did some things that had never been done in UK soccer history. Number one overall seed, undefeated regular season. Obviously, didn't have the tournament run that we were all hoping for, but that was a hell of a season. And then I also had Liam Drexel on, the UK tennis star that helped lead UK to a men's national championship appearance as he finished, I think, number six in the final rankings. He's back for another season. I think tennis starts like yeah, now. they're um, top so, top five. He made my list as well. Uh, I, did you have anybody that you think is a little controversial? Um, I don't know if it's con- maybe, but this is just me with my football bias because I had uh, WKU's Austin Reed um, in there. He led the country in passing, and the part that really like the fact that he's going back to Western and they announced it with him driving a Corvette onto the field. Really, just like wow, Western, like you're doing this. You're not just a farm system anymore. Like you're you're trying to be the best team in a conference, and you're probably going to be like the Number one team in Conference USA, even though it's a floundering conference, like you're here to say. So, uh, I really wish they would have gotten in the MAC. Shame on you, Middleton. MAC or Shame on you. And so, like going to MACTION games in Bowling Green would be have been so much fun. Um, I also had uh, John Sumrall, little out there, but he's my guy. He was at UK and he started the year coaching for Kentucky. Um, and then had like he was he was building that program. They had a 12 1 season while he was still working for UK. Yeah, John Summerall made my he made my short my long list, but not my short list. Mm-hmm. Scott Davenport also made my long list, but not my short list. Scotty D made it for me, and part of it I went to that A Sun Championship game. That was so much fun. Yeah, it was it, cool. It was cool, like seeing people back at Freedom Hall for significant. It was, it was the most um, significant basketball, like the the most stakes in a college basketball game in the city of Louisville last year. I'm sure that he. Uh, I won't have any issues with him being on the list. I I doubt that he will. Make top five and probably not top ten, but he he has done some amazing things at Bellarmine and winning the conference championship. 
in the fashion that they did and the circumstances, that was really, really impressive. My one controversial one, mm. making the top ten. I think I had him at number eight. John Calipari. Whoa. Whoa. And my little writing rationale that has been lost to the interwebs uh, basically said, like, some things are bigger than sports. He helped raise, I don't think there was a total, oh, but yeah. helped raise over four, I mean, uh, over five, I think, million dollars for people in Western and Eastern Kentucky combined. Yeah. Uh, you know, people, and I was like, I made even a quote that said, like, people may be frustrated with the current state of Kentucky basketball, but all Kentuckians should be should be thankful to have this guy using his platform the way that he does. And it's totally and completely true. Uh, You didn't have other people step up with major platforms and uh, help raise money for devastation in Western Kentucky, devastation in Eastern Kentucky. So even though people are a little frustrated with the state of the basketball program, and understandably so, that was a really, really cool thing he did in 2022. So... Happy to put them on there. And guess what? If somebody else uh, raises millions of dollars for Kentuckians, I don't care if they're a U of L coach, Eastern Kentucky coach, uh, WKU, they'll they'll make the list the following year too because there are some things that are a little bit more important than winning conference player of the year or winning some awards. So I didn't put them in the top five. I had them in there at number eight, but that was uh, I, I think that was deserving. I'll probably be one of the few people that do that. That's okay. One year I had uh, maybe not didn't age so well. James O'Connor, the Louisville City head or head coach. I think I had him number two, and like he finished, I think like thirtieth in the voting that year. I was like, oh, yeah, yeah, people around the state not giving the USL soccer coach <laughs> any love. But hey, he had won a championship, so that was kind of neat. So you'll get the results of that. January thirty first should yeah, be a I, good time. I would expect, and I'm gonna uh, have to rewrite mine tonight. The big O is. Going to be number one. But after that, it's always going to be Do you remember who won in 2021? Scoots, any guesses? Like, last year? I don't know. Scoots is falling asleep? No, I was having a major sneeze attack. Uh, 2021. No chance you get it. Yeah, no, I got nothing. I'll take a guess. Humorous. Uh, I remember. Jeff Greer. (laughs) Okay, don't humor (laughs) us. Why would it be Jeff Greer? Think he, did he mean to say Jeff Walls and then he said Jeff Greer? No, I just couldn't think of a name. Jeff Greer. You don't even know who Jeff Greer is. Yeah. No, he's you a, don't. Yeah. He's you've a never, writer. You've never even talked to Jeff Greer. I've talked to him on the phone when I got him on the phone for a radio show. Yeah. Do you remember Roush? Yeah. Wondell Robinson. I would not have gotten that right. Yeah. Because it. It um, that was a lot of people were mad because they had women – no, because it, the, Cindy McLaughlin was second, and she won an Olympic gold medal. And they're like, well, why does blah, blah, blah. And it's like, well, she wasn't a UK, like she wasn't wearing UK when she won those gold medals. Mm. And also, Wondell Robinson, like, had the greatest season by a UK receiver ever in a 10 Wednesday. Like, it's just, it's very much an anomaly. We pay more attention to that six-month-long sport than we do for a week. It's true. Yeah. Like, it's just, right. it just matters more to people around here, yeah. even though it was an awesome so to take away from Sidney McLaughlin's accomplishments, it's obviously greater than winning a Citrus Bowl, winning an Olympic gold medal, but it just means less to people around here. Well stated. Totally true. Should we hit a commercial break? Yeah, let's do it. All right, we will. We'll come back. We'll get into the Thornton sex line. We can talk some UK football, basketball, whatever is on people's mind. We're going to play a little trivia later on the show today. Remember, it's Scooter's Country Thursday, so let's see what he's got for us. And ribbons and bows Sign her letters with X's 
Welcome back to Kentucky Roll Call. Mama told me when I was young, sit beside me, my only son. Listen closely to what I say. Welcome back. Kentucky Roll Call here on Big X Sports Radio. TJ Walker, Nick Roush, and Justin Kalen. Roush, why don't you tell everybody about Salsaritas? Uh, I would love to, but it's going to make me hungry. Scoots, why don't you tell us all about Salsaritas? I would love to, but it's going to make me hungry. TJ, why don't you tell everybody about Salsaritas? I'm just kidding. Salsaritas is great. Got everything you could ever want from a fast food restaurant chain. Salsaritas, you got, you got quesaritos, you got quesadillas. Burritos, burrito bowls, award-winning Powerade coming out of their fountain machine. Mm-hmm. The Middletown location has a drive-thru. Mm-hmm. St. Matthew's location just got a renovation about a year ago, getting a renovated patio as we speak. So that place is about to be rocking. Make sure you go visit Shady Ray or Shady Race. Make sure you go oh, visit Salsa Rita's. Great customer service. Yeah. Great food. Great. Wildly addictive food. chips. The chips are what's because I, I recently went by and. Just got some chips and uh, guac. It's a good move. And some chips and salsa. And the chips did not last long at the Roush House. Because, like, even after getting the dip done, they're just so, like, you just keep putting them in your mouth. So thin, crispy. Got that little seasoning. Uh, the move, Scoots, Scoots' move is awesome move. Just getting some of that. Extra seasoning. Yeah, the extra chip seasoning. That's the ticket. Yeah. I've never done that. I've just always been scared to ask. It's probably my thing I admire most about you, Scoots, is that you're not afraid to say, give me that extra seasoning. I mean, here's here's the thing. Anytime you need to ask something like that, you got to put it in the perspective. What's the worst that can happen? They're going to say no. How many times have you even told no in your life? You know? Never. Oh. Never. Oh. Okay. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> Not bad. No, you're right, Scoots. That's a good way to look at it. Um, can I? Here's a Roush recommendation. Um Taking leftover Mexican and frying up some potatoes. We like sweet potatoes at the Rosh House when we do this. But you can just use a regular baked potato. Putting your leftover Mexican over top of it with a fried egg. Bust that yolk open. What? Oh, yeah. Change the game. It's like uh, ideally for hangovers. But, like, I, I mean, I don't even. Drinking enough to get a hangover is just a bad idea at this point in my life. This weekend, too. Uh, it's it's boys boys weekend, first weekend. You got off the wagon at the right time. <laughs> first, well, I mean, I mean I'm not. <laughs> Whew, yeah, first weekend, just the boys. Mom's uh, mom's got a bachelorette party, so. Uh, Whoa. So yeah, so where's she going? Uh, they she's just I mean going to her hometown. They like rent a bus, party bus, go uh, hop around all the different bars. It's a good time. Not as expensive as just going on big, you know. Big trips to exotic locales. Yeah, yeah, but I I would think for a bachelorette party you'd rather go somewhere else. Well, I mean, but that's the kind of the the thing about the party bus is not everybody li- still lives there, so you get all the people to come back. Mm. Um, Little homecoming. Yeah, yeah, and like even you know like she did her bachelorette party that way too, so she brought people from Louisville and stuff, and so yeah, it's it's a fun way to. Get fired Are you up. in charge of the kiddos? Yes, uh, at in here. Not typically, we would. I would just go up with her with the in laws and stay too. But uh, we're not doing it this time. Duke's got a swim lesson Saturday. So, which by the way, swim lessons, a lot of fun. Really tired kids after swim lessons. Do you have to get in the pool? 
Yes, in this one we do, uh, which is fun. And he's he's getting pretty good at it. He's getting pretty good at it. Floating on the back though, there's some apprehension there. So we got to work on that. The starfish. I also don't float as well as I used to. You think? Yeah, yeah, you know. Eh. It's just a lot more to float. I'm more weight to float. Well, that's fun. That's yeah. that's very exciting. Haven't you become more buoyant over the years? I, I would think so, but there's also a like. I'm trying to show my kid and like not make sure he jumps in the pool because he loves to jump in the pool. And if I'm not paying attention, he'll just jump right in. So something to yeah. keep on your toes. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's a little actually concerning, but yeah, that's fun. Uh, I we've actually kind of came came together late, but going to be a nice group of my buds that are going to be in Lexington for that UK Kansas game. As of right now, Ooh, nice. it's going to be like 10 of us. So that'll be fun. Yeah, that would be a nice hood name. That. that is at least tentatively scheduled to be mama's first night away from baby, which is a long time to go not having your first night it away is. from baby. Uh, so I'm, I'll, I'll be curious to see how, how that all goes. She'll probably, it, there'll probably be some initial apprehensions, but once you get caught up in the, uh, the fun, right? Mm-hmm. Then then it'll go. But there will be at least one moment where she pulls out her phone. You'll have the monitors that you can just have an app for? No, I don't think we do. Okay, okay. Because mine, you, like, I can check the you can monitor from phone. anywhere. Maybe um, you can. I don't know. We haven't done that if you can. But she also has always been with the baby, so it doesn't. She has never had so to do it. That move or they're just like, look how cute this baby Like looking at like old Snapchat stories or old pictures. Like, look how cute your baby is. Yeah, I'm worried if she gets drunk, she'll just be like, eh, mister. Oh yeah. Lot, but like I have let her know that like we can go home at a reasonable we, hour. We can go well we can go theoretically we go home that night if you wanted to. Like it, we're but I mean we're not. But yeah. Yeah. Like, I thought you were going to say hour like you can go home to like pass out at the hotel. Oh. No. <laughs> Cuz you no, drank too like, much. We're we're and I don't know how much you'll even drink. I don't I haven't decided if I'll take a one night hiatus from Wow. My my, my buddy from from out of town's coming in. Yeah, so you got to you got to do it then. Especially and at Jeff Ruby's, drink like a nice drink. So I don't know. Haven't haven't decided yet, Ooh. but I probably probably will. Do you have the drink session. tickets? The Mitch Barnhart drink special tickets? No. Oh, you couldn't pony up for those? No, no. No, and that's the thing is I don't think I'll go to the lengths of like sneaking in any fireball shots to to Rupp, but Kansas going to get Rupp's best atmosphere mm-hmm. and uh UK is also going to get an undefeated SEC team on Saturday. Texas A&M. Did you all see those the scores? Of that Texas did, A&M Florida game, did not. Uh, oh, did. actually, I God, geez, they hit what one shot in their first, Florida hit one shot in the first sixteen minutes. Florida hit two shots in the first half. They were two of twelve <sighs> shooting in the first half. I've how never do you seen. I've never seen. Shots? Any, I've never seen anything like that. Yeah, no. How do you only twelve shots in twenty minutes? What? And and they should have won. They had a chance to win at the buzzer. And they lost oh fifty four to fifty two to Texas A and M on the road. A and M gets the sweep of the Gators, which is kind of crazy. How that are you they... playing them twice already? <laughs> you played four SEC games. What? Yep, they've gotten the sweep of the Gators. Uh, but it was twenty three to twelve at halftime. Florida had just uh, shot a good. Oh no 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 no! I, I apologize. They were. They had shot 11 threes. They were 2 of 26. 2 of 26. Oh, okay. yes. I Apo- thought that was it. Apologies. Uh, good 7%. 7% shooting there from the Gators. Oh. Uh, and it really wasn't like A&M was much better. But A&M's going to try to slug it out against UK. And the under probably going to be the, the bet of the day in that one. But they will be undefeated 
So hopefully, I think a lot of people, myself included, looking forward to that UK-Kansas game at Rupp the following Saturday. But this Saturday, uh, an important one, a big one. Sheesh. A&M has some horrible losses on the season. The fact that they're undefeated in conference may tell us the SEC isn't as good as we thought it was. Uh, That being said, still an undefeated conference team coming in. UK still getting their feet underneath them. We all love three out of the last four halves UK has played, and we feel like maybe we're on to something with this lineup that Cal is finally playing. Got to take care of business against A&M. Just got to take care of business against the teams you should. That is one of the ones you should, but it probably will be an incredibly, incredibly ugly game. Which, um, I mean, we saw Kentucky win an incredibly ugly game a week ago. They, they, they can win some grinders. So that's in, it's at least an encouraging sign. Um, you're also at home, um, and it's going to be Saturday, 2 o'clock, raucous atmosphere. Love the time. Here's the thing, TJ. I got, I got my hopes up, and then I started looking ahead at the schedule. I knew Kansas would be late on a Saturday, right? Like, it's the biggest game of the SEC Big 12 Challenge. It should be a later game. Following week, they play Florida at eight thirty on a Saturday night. At home or on the road? At home. Or, oh, great question. That I don't know, but I know it's an eight thirty tip off, and I'm just, come on. I know the next day Sunday, but like, I don't want to wait around all day for. At home. Yeah. I'm I'm okay with the Saturday late games. If you're gonna have a late game, put it on a weekend. I just I love I love early college basketball because then it feels like. All right, you watch your game, and then you still have your rest of your day to do stuff. Like this week, it's perfect because it goes right into the divisional round games. That's going to be very exciting. That's a good point. That's a good point. I think Chiefs-Jags are the first one? Yep. Chiefs-Jags, that rolls into Eagles-Giants. Saturday night in Philly for a divisional playoff game, you think they're going to be pretty rowdy? (laughs) Would you feel safe being decked out in Giants no, gear no, going to that game? No, I wouldn't. No, not at all. Um, not at all. But also, like, it's Giants fans that go, they know. Um, did you see the quote Dexter Lawrence said? I feel like you'd have to go with, like, a group of Eagles fans where, like, yeah, strangers are probably going to say stuff to us, but, like, our own group of Eagles fans will make sure I don't get murdered. Yeah. There was um, – Dexter Lawrence said he told his mom not to go because he's like, I know that she won't be able to keep her mouth shut. <laughs> These Eagles fans, she'll get into it with them. Like, she just will. I think that game's going to be closer than certainly Trevor thinks and even Vegas thinks, which, mean, needs which probably means go ahead and pound the Eagles because with the way well, I've been betting the NFL. If you, if you look at last weekend, we had two divisional games, two divisional rematches, and they were all close games. Both dogs covered. So – the, the play in a team a uh, third the time. The Seahawks didn't cover, and that was a third-time game. Okay, well, they were covering for uh, three quarters. <laughs> it's not covered. It, I, I know, but it was, it was a close game. <laughs> not for cover and work. They, they, they blew it open in the in the fourth quarter. But you know what I mean. Like, I do. It's, it's a hard out. So I, I, and especially the way that the Eagles kind of limped down the stretch. Suck it, Trevor. And, like, Saquon Barkley in that game against the Vikings, so he good. looked as good as he's ever it's looked. It's weird. So. When, when Saquon Barkley's healthy, he's really good. He is. Yeah, yeah he really is. Good. Scoots, any takes? I like the Giants. I'm big on the Giants this weekend. Damn it. Let's get on the Thornton's text line, 502-414-1450. We're going to play trivia a little bit later. Okay. So we may as well get some texts in here. Can you confirm in Illinois that Thornton's, you can buy liquor and play slot machines. Get it together, Kentucky. Oh, also, I don't know if they're airing on this station, 
If they are, I've heard them. We appreciate their money, it, but I, I don't think it is on this stage. These people are the biggest clowns in America. I don't know which one. I, there are two different types of ads that oppose one another, and I'm not sure which one you think are the biggest clowns because they're both just comically stupid. Stop illegal gambling in Kentucky. These are hardworking business owners who have historical gaming machines. And we got to stop the gray machines. Yeah, though that one is worse. But on the flip side, the ones that are like historical racing and ga- and gaming is important for our community. Oh, these man. are games of skill. <laughs> yeah. You play the game and you win if you're skilled. And it's like shut up. That's not true. You're just lying. You're lying. Nobody goes to these games and they're like, I'm really good at this historic racing machine. No, you're not. And you push a button and either you win or you lose. It, it, it's lying. It's lying. Yeah. Takes I, me I, off. I'm really skilled at picking numbers. I like there takes more skill to play Kino. Yeah, absolutely it takes more skill to play Kino. You have to pay attention a little bit. I I hate both of them. You're right, the family foundations one are worse. But I mean, but they're the the, the ones of the the gaming skilled gaming. Like we they, have, they a, have these are skilled games, not those other kinds. Yeah, those are illegal. Those are bad. Stop these, illegal gambling. These aren't bad. The other ones are bad. Such losers. This state. I love it, but we've just got some dweebs making the decisions. Takes some skill to uh, play blackjack and poker. It does take a little skill, but yeah. so boom, get we need casino gambling games of skill. Yep. Give me all your games of skill. Get all worked up about it. Yeah, oh, by the way, somebody sent in a picture of the Thornton's wings. I don't know where that location was. Whoever sent that in, I don't know if it was on the Facebook page. Where did we see that at? Uh, yeah, Facebook page. They, they just posted a picture of the sign, which it said, "Yeah, it was a sign." By the way, the Thorntons that I go to almost every morning around here. They also have the big sign up. That's where I saw it. Excuse. Do they have the I wings went to that yet? one. Well, I, I did. When, when I went, it was too early. Yeah, you know, same it was for like me. 10 a.m., so they didn't have them out yet. Never too early to eat some good old fashioned. My question was it said oven roasted or spicy or buffalo or whatever. So I'm thinking their oven roasted would be like a dry rub. Wouldn't they all be oven roasted? Or are they fried? But they're just saying spicy buffalo because it's. They're putting buffalo sauce on Under, it. Understandably so. Right. But like oven roasted yeah, they've with got buffalo. The, the or, oven thing. Okay. So I think that's essentially could, almost like an air fryer. I think they could be all right. Yeah. Because like if you make just. you like, we're, we're, I'm not going to pretend like I'm a good cooker by any means, but you can throw some wings in the air fryer and make like decent chicken wings. They're probably. From the store. They're probably cooked in like a Mary Chef, like one of those super quick oven cookers. That's right. That's what it, it's like. A big tall. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The Scoots have an air fryer at his house. Of course. Yeah, I live and die by, by that. that. I'm happy to really? hear it, though. Yeah. Well, it may, it because it, it is like a great uh, appliance for like a Scoots or a Trevor. But Trevor, I never heard of. Like he was still living with a toaster oven in the night. Yeah, that's yeah. the thing. So I don't, I don't cook food. So I'll, a lot of times I'll have leftover food. So an air fryer is essential for me. Yeah, they're 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 amazing. I had a buddy that like. Didn't want to get on the air fryer train because it took up too much counter space, according to his wife. Well, then you and just I've put never it away. wanted to just kind of beat him up more in my life. Oh, that's yeah, that's very much a like cowering to your wife. Like, no, you you can you, you can, can move you it. You can put it. Do you I, have a closet in your that's house? What, that's what we put it at the bottom shelf, and so you take it too. in and out. And 
I'm one of those two where I never had any problem. Like, I would always leave the toaster out. It's the toaster. You leave the toaster out. Wife doesn't like it. So what do we do? We just put it away. It's very simple, TJ's friend. Don't be a dingus. They eventually came around to it in time. So that that's the good news there. I use mine so often that it stays on the counter. Ours will sometimes during the work week will stay on there for multiple days. But then I'll be like, all right, worst case, I'm going to put this away. Worst case, I can just bring it right back out. But yeah, they it gets used frequently at the Walker house as well. Perfect for lefties. Uh, Texter says, being on the bubble kind of stinks, but it does make every one of these like must-win games making every game nerve-wracking. There is some it, – it is pretty exhilarating. Yeah, I'd rather it not be that way, but, but it's there, kinda, is, it's, there is truth to it's that. It's a different sensation. It, it, it is, and it makes every win kind of feel – like I was ecstatic on Tuesday <laughs> after a home win against Georgia. Probably shouldn't be the case for U.K. basketball standards. I don't right. think anybody's really trying to make exceptions for that. However, made for a fun Tuesday evening – and Wednesday show was a lot of fun, and you beat Texas A&M, you start to get a little bit of momentum here, and, and things can little Uncle Mo. Can, can start being good for the Cats. Let's hope. TJ, you can watch games on your phone using the ESPN app when you log in using your two TV account. I, that's what he said, but the problem is, is like ESPN is so, it's like the least user-friendly anything, so to be able to get to the TV provider thing and log out is such a pain in the ass. There's a way to do it, but it's it's... It's not when you're at crunch time and you're like, oh, I got to turn on the ESPN app. It's 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 not as easy as it should be. Correct. You don't have to go through the old song and dance. That being said, a couple textures did uh, did kind of relay how you can do it, and it worked. So thank you all to those, and we'll read those texts when we get to them, just in case anybody else is going through the same situation. A texture says, Lance's energy on the bench is huge. Love seeing him tell everyone to get up and cheer. He knows his role and does it well. It's a very good point. Like and Lance is, if you're going to have somebody like Lance, they have to embrace who they are. And he he does it 100%. Goes all in. Yeah, and somebody that just seems to love being a U.K. basketball player despite not being able to probably go get minutes somewhere else. Likes Lexington, it seems like. He likes playing for Calipari. He's cool with the situation that he's in. And likely to have a senior day next year, right, Roush? Yeah. Which will be not the norm in the Calipari area to have somebody He'll be that... starting next to Aaron Bradshaw. <laughs> we don't necessarily maybe need him starting his yeah, senior start year, senior but day. senior, senior day. day. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm down with that. Yeah. I'm cool with that. Uh, but that is, that's somebody that seems to appreciate the jersey that they're wearing, and that, I think, makes fans happy. Good morning, TJ. Roush, will you please be quiet? You keep interrupting TJ when he starts to take. Anyways, I don't understand why Cal refuses to play Livingston at the four. That would really stretch the defense because he's, a respe- he's respectable from three. Wheeler needs about 10 minutes and no more. I can't stand Jimmy Dykes and Carl Ravage. They might be the one of the worst. Have a great day, TJ. Suck at UofL and suck at Roush. I had heard from somebody that, and this actually kind of made me more like bothered by the whole thing, that Livingston doesn't want to play the four. I've heard that as well. That like he was recruited to be somebody that's going to have the ball in their hands. Because that's what he sees himself at the professional level. Okay, good. It makes me feel like this information is probably more accurate that you've heard the exact same thing. Dumb. Sorry, not another word for it. I'm not saying Chris Livingston's dumb, but that logic is dumb, and UK's dumb for allowing that logic to be reality. Look how many times Jacob Toppin has the ball in his hands. 
It's debatably more than anybody besides a guard and Oscar. I mean, Especially it's probably third in the list. Well, yeah. Great. Like, you're at the top of the key. It'd they, be easier to drive. Part of the reason he gets the ball in his hand so much because they know that he's not going to shoot or really do anything with it, so they're fine with him taking it. If Livingston gets the ball out, he will. if he plays the four, he will get and, and hangs out by the perimeter. He will get the ball a ton and actually may get a scrambling defense to close out on him where, one, if they're too far behind, he can shoot the three like the texture said. He can knock it down. And... Or you do that little pump fake, and boom, he's got he, a guy's passed him, and now he's got momentum going to the basket where we've seen him. It's only once a game. He's. I wish the quota could be raised a little bit, but right now, unfortunately, we're just at the one where he has a really strong take to the basket that makes us all think, like, wow, do that more often. But part of the reason he can't do it more often is because he's out there with Jacob Toppin and Oscar Shibway, and there's not a lot of space or room for him to go. If he's the four with just Oscar, there will be success there. But supposedly it just wasn't in the recruiting plan. I I think that is really really misguided. And while we like the lineup that Cal has been playing, and rightfully so, that's probably UK's best lineup. It will not hurt anything, and probably just will help things if you at sometimes take topping out, put Livingston at the four, and play two minutes of basketball and just see what happens. Yeah, but that's. That hasn't happened. Hasn't happened, and uh, you know, makes you wonder if it will happen. Yeah, but we had hopes for it early on, but and he's a good defender. No he can he can go against a bigger four, like if he's got to. Uh, maybe you'd want to help over. I think it's fair to wonder if you'd have some re- rebounding concerns if you have Livingston at the four. But you, if you do with but Oscar, if you have, if you have yeah. the best rebounder in the history of the program, you you probably roll the dice with that. Yeah. You probably say, all right, we're going to be all right. Yeah, you all still need to crash the glass and help Oscar out a little bit. But what? What's the worst thing that happens? A team plays you even on rebounding. Oscar's been out rebounded once in his career, one time in his career. If you've got that dude out, it was the Alabama game. If you've got that dude out there, you're probably going to be all right. You could put me at the four, and we're probably still going to rebound the ball. Okay. Did you see where him and Toppin out rebounded Georgia's <laughs> entire team? Doesn't surprise me. Twenty or thirty-five rebounds, right between yeah. the two of them. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, it sucks for Georgia. Woo. And look at the way they out-rebounded Tennessee. Like, for as physical as that game was and as bloody as it was in the paint, Kentucky made Tennessee look embarrassing on the glass. So, Livingston at the four. Try it. Not saying it needs to be the permanent lineup or anything, but good things will happen. It'd be fun to try. I'm not getting my... No. Yeah, I think I've moved on from it, too. But there's still just be these stretches where it'll be like six straight possessions where Toppin will just catch the ball at the perimeter and do absolutely nothing with it. And I'll just be like, man, wouldn't it be nice to have somebody that could do something with that? And and Toppin, like Toppin's coming off a double-double game. He had a good game. He finished the game really, really strong. But like even Brooks, just ability to catch and shoot. Toppin's lost that. Unless he's in the pain or on the elbow, he so, wants nothing to do with shooting I feel shooting like something basketball. mentally is just, I don't know, not – I agree. confidence, I think, I think something. He, I think somebody's probably told him this. Like, don't rely on your shooting. Just go impact the game in other areas. If you get a shot, take it, like, in the paint where you feel comfortable. But if you don't feel comfortable shooting, then just kick it out. Because every you'll catch the ball and just, like, instantly pass it back. Well, it, Like hot potato. The, the, the part that's, um, I don't want to say problematic, but, like, when he does take his shots, it's like one dribble into two people and shoot an 18-footer. Where it's like... You can shoot, but maybe just take the good shots and like where you're open and they pass it to you and you're oh and you're not just fo- feels like right now he's just if he's going to take any sort of extended perimeter shot he's forcing it, but when he's actually like they tried zoning 
on the, a couple times the other day, he either created open threes or he turned around and shot that 12-foot sh- open shot. Like that, okay, do that. But yeah. I, if, if he's wide open too, like on 18 feet and beyond, I'm cool with him taking it, but he just wants nothing to do with yeah, it. Yeah, something's just, just wants no, nothing to do with it. Yeah, so it's just off there. Uh, right. John here. Uh, let's let's go read right. John. Okay. This is yesterday's too. I okay, believe. we'll read John's. Good morning, me. everyone. Go BB and last night showed once again these cats have that fight that we're looking for. We'll say regardless if you like Wheeler or not as a team, we will need to get him going as well. We are going to have injuries or Wallace will get in foul trouble, and we have seen that CJ and Reeves are not true point guards. So if we want to make a deep run in March, he has to be involved. He will need to get at least 15 solid minutes a game, in my opinion. Got to go. Talk to you later. I think that's fair, and Roush had, had alluded to it on yesterday's show, but I, I saw the video of that person tweeting, look, you didn't have – Wheeler didn't stand up on this dunk. Stop. Who cares? Yeah, L- Livingston I, didn't either. Is he a bad teammate? No, of course not. And we, especially well, in that moment. That. Like, if, he's, if he continues to do that, then it's bad. Sure. But, like – but he was also there's other clips of him standing up, being very active on the bench yeah, as well. Yeah. It was the guy's birthday. He probably saw the writing I mean, on the and wall. He's also human. Why would you not be kind of bummed that you're getting replaced? Like he, if that was, if that, it, Roush is right. Like if if they're going to timeouts and he's still standing behind and not doing anything, that will be something we can keep an eye on moving forward. But with the exception of that one clip. He looks like he's been a pretty good teammate in his new role, which has got to be pretty tough for him when you've led the NCAA in assists the last couple seasons. Hour one is done. Hour number two of Kentucky Roll Call coming uh, up next. Excited for trivia. We've got trivia coming in hour number two. It's a, we need to get a, the Price is diff- Right it, music it, ready. It, it's a different format. Yeah, we will need some background music. Maybe not Price is Right. We'll talk about that. This is Kentucky Roll Call on Big X Sports Radio. TJ Walker, Nick oh, Roush, Justin Gale. We'll be back after yeah. this. Say I've done, but I ain't never had too much fun. Over? You say over? I ain't heard no family! Welcome back for hour two of Kentucky Roll Call. Nothing is over until we decide it is! With Walker and Rosh. We're just getting started, bro. Well, howdy there. Welcome back. Hour number two, Kentucky Roll Call on Big X Sports Radio. We're on 96.1, the FM side of things, 1450 on the AM side of things. The 96.1 signal sounds so good, crystal clear. If you're looking for more of the radio, sports radio sound, the AM is still good. But sometimes it's fun to just go back and forth. Get that nostalgic white noise on the AM You know what I'm talking about, though? You agree? yeah. Yeah. And then FM just sound, kind of sounds like we're like on the just do like radio jockeys, disc jockeys. I always appreciate AM radio because it is like stepping back in time. Like that's how the FMs used to sound. Didn't, how the AM sound now? Didn't you one time, Scooch, say that you wanted to be uh, like a DJ, like play music? I, I would. That's an option I might take later down the road. I've I've thought about that absolutely. I would like if you were on like a classic rock station, I'd I'd listen to what you'd play. Or if you're like on a country, well, I'd want to I'd want to talk in the middle too, like Dingo. I'd want to be like Dingo. The evolution, if if Scoots did a country station, the ev- evolution of his accent would be a lot of fun. <laughs> yeah, I don't doubt would. for one second yeah. that it wouldn't be a little thicker than what we got on KRC. I had a guy last week tell me that my accent wasn't that thick. I was like, really? Most people say yeah. I've got a nice little twang. 
I you do have a little one. I think I've got a little one. I think yours may be a little bit more severe. If I get to drinking, oh man, it's you. Yeah, <laughs> uh, um, I need to get the clip of me as a kid saying, "Hey, Dad, how much ca- fish you catching?" And I just sound like a, you know the local <laughs> yokel. Like it's. I mean, you're from Dixie Highway, dude. Like that's the city of Louisville. How are you, this country? None of us are Dylan Ballard, but yeah, we've all got a little twang. Dylan Ballard, best voice in God. You ain't in Kentucky media, right? That's 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 true. Besides Tom Leach, of course. Whoa. Yeah. You hear that, Dylan? Yep. Your voice isn't (laughs) as good as Tom Leach. Five zero two four one four fourteen fifty is the Thornton sex line. This is Kentucky roll call on the Big X, and we appreciate you tuning in. We go seven to nine as you wake up in the morning and get your butt to work, and then a replay of the show nine to eleven. And you can find Kentucky roll call wherever you get your podcast. Just search, and we always appreciate when you leave us a rating or review. If you like the show, please do it, and join us either on the Kentucky roll call Twitter circle thing. Um, sometimes I'll just put tweets there instead of on my feed. And then other times we'll be on the Kentucky Roll Call Facebook page. Was somebody was reaching out to Trevor about something about like scissors and wrestling or something like that? Mm-hmm. Scissor kick. D- is that what it was? I don't know. Something like that. Was that on the Facebook page? It was on the Facebook page. Roush wouldn't have saw it. And the, yeah. and, the, and the person did say like only Trevor is going to get this, but it was, it was semi kind of raunchy to be honest with you. Whoa. Kind of raunchy. The trivia that we're going to be playing today is not raunchy. It is good, fun trivia. I gave the fellows a little bit of a background. They're going to have to write down their answers, which, like, once you're written down, you can, you know, you can talk it out because your your answer will be locked in. That being said, if I sense any sort of Googling, computer Mm. looking up, I'll kill you all. (laughs) Seems a little violent. It is. Just stick the cats on this. But I'll do what I have to do. Uh, let's – oh, uh, speaking of the Kentucky Roll Call Facebook page, Josh just posted in it and said, let's do a Kentucky sports dingus of the year for the worst figure in sports. Who's on your ballot? Chris Mack, Rich Gangarello, Jerry Tipton, Barnhart. Of course not Tipton. Trevor Kelsey? And they said Trevor Kelsey as well. Uh, I, I don't think he'd be number one for me, but I'd have to put Tim Sullivan on there. And he's back. He is back and supposedly just breaking Leo weekly records with his articles that he's writing, which that actually kind of makes me happy. Good for Tim Sullivan. But then Tim just can't help himself. He threw a big stink over Cincinnati news reporters saying who day on the air. Yeah, it's like these are the morning news people. (laughs) Like, what do you – this is what morning news is, Tim. Have you not been paying attention? And also, like, I get if you want to be like, well, these are are biased sports. It's also TV. TV is the most biased. You you have like, it, like they they wear the real... colors on air because people like to see that the viewers like that they want to feel like you are you are one of them. I don't really trust much of what any cable news network is going to say because basically a lot of them are just propaganda for their respective political parties. But a sports reporter saying "Who Day" is where journalism is dead, right, Tim? That's where we need to really make our even big a sports stink. reporter. Or they weren't sports No, reporters. it was just, just like the news desk people. Well, whoever it was. They're a and, local and, news and station. And that should matter n- nary a bit. Did you see the Baltimore Tim. news station that made a bet and they had to do the who day? Good sports. Yep. I imagine Tim Sullivan probably. You had to uh, once sing a, a song on the radio because you also bet. Did I? Yeah, you sang the Go Cubs Go song. No, they played the Go Cubs Go song. No, I got you pretty sang mad it. about it. I sang it? Yeah. 
Well, I'm a great singer. It was very awkward. So good <laughs> yeah. treat for everybody. You were like, we don't need to do this. It's like, well, the Cubs won. You got to do it. Go Cubs, go. Yep. Do well. When do we want to get into trivia? Let's do it right do now. Do it now. Yeah. The Shady Rays trivia. Visit ShadyRays.com. Use promo code BigX. You receive 25% off at checkout. Somebody somebody sponsors something on our show. I know some people listen and have some money and have something cool they want to sell or let people know about it. Let us us do it. Trust trust Roush, myself, and old Scooter Dingus. We'd love to. All right, Trivia Thursday is going to be a thing again. It's fun. It's edgy. Oh. And it starts right now. Welcome in. Trivia Thursday here on the Big X. TJ Walker, Nick Roush, and Justin Kalen. So all these questions are going to be numbers. And whoever is closest is going to be the winner. Uh, Really, you don't need any sort of computer. So if I see you typing or doing anything, uh, I'll assume you're cheating. I wanted to do the Billy Madison uh, cheating (laughs) with my wife, who is... Can't say that on air. So let's get right into it. So you're going to write down your answers. It should take you three seconds. I'll give you maybe five seconds to think about it. And then write it down, and then you all can talk through what you're thinking because your answers are locked in, and at that point you can't change. Okay. All right. The distance in miles from Target Field to Progressive Field. And this is a fun one because you have to know where those stadiums are, and then you have to assume how far away they are from one another. The distance from Target Field to Progressive Field. What's the distance between them? Got it. Target Field, Roush, you ready? Yeah. Target Field is in Minneapolis. Correct. Progressive Field, I want to say uh, Cleveland, right? Correct. Correct. You all got this. All right. that you're in. But this is the part. And by the hard. way, it's I actually got... Target Field to Cleveland, just the city. But I know Progressive Field is right by their city yeah. hall. So yeah. it may be off by a few miles. But I like having to know that. Roush, uh, you're the see, youngest. This is where it's hard. I would guess like it's probably about an eight-ish hour drive, but I'm bad with mileage. So uh, my guess was 505. 505. All right, Scoots, what did you have? I went with 651. The answer is 754. Scoots gets a point. He's up one nothing. Man, (laughs) that far. 754 miles. All right, this is a fun one. Total calories in a large Oreo McFlurry. Total calories in a large Oreo McFlurry. It is the best McFlurry out there. And this really, one of the best, one well. of the one of the best desserts. It is a large. We'll have uh, write down your answers, Got and it. then we'll have Scoots answer first, who is up one to nothing. Scoots, uh, you can also think, you know, explain yourself as well. I don't, I don't really know that there's any explaining. This one's just more of a guess. I'm not a big calorie counter guy, so I's not really sure. Me neither, but sure. I went with 980. Okay. Oh, that's a lot. That's a lot of calories, yeah. 980. I would think that that would be not a full meal at McDonald's, but like more like a quarter pounder sort of deal. I'm at 605. 605. The correct answer is 803. Scooch gets another point. Oh, man. Wait. Dang it. He's closer. It's not no very, price very right close. over. It's just it's that, was, that was very close. Yeah. You were 200 off. He was less than 200. Also, it, man, getting a large McFlurry, that's a lot. Like, the small size, 
you know, I'm good. That's all you and, need. And I would also argue, too, not the best. I mean, we're putting Dairy Queen aside because it's Dairy Queen, right? They do things better. But the best just fast food ice cream is uh, Chocolate Frosty from Wendy's. Oreo McFlurry's reign supreme, unfortunately. Mm, sorry, that's incorrect. All uh, right. Point for Roush. I think Roush may have an advantage on this question, but All fear right. not, Scoots. I, give, I throw one similar to your, to your way in the following question. Total age combined for John Calipari, Mark Stoops, and Kyra Elzey. Total age with those three people. All right, I got to do some math. You can do some math. I'll give yeah. you a, a, we'll give you five seconds here. Or, you know, take as much time as you need. Don't let me dictate my own game. Total age combined between those three. I think most people probably should have a rough idea of Stoops and Cal. But what about the U.K. women's basketball coach, Kyra Elsey? How old is she? A woman never tells her age. I'm nope. ready. All right. I'm ready as well. Uh, Roush, you can answer first here. you got to get this one or else Scoots wins, by the way. So we'll do the <laughs> no other pressure. two questions regardless. Um, I have John Calipari at 63, but yep. I actually think it might be 63. That's what I have him at as well. Uh, both are right. Okay. And I have Stoops at 51. Ooh. Which well, just give me your combined close. answer before uh, people what, start. 158 is my combined answer. Okay. 171. Roush stays alive. It's 162. Dang it. Wow. Really close. Uh, I, yeah, I had Stoops at 51, which I think that is correct as well. If I would have had Stoops at 51, I would have got it right on the mark because I had Stoops at 60. Kyra yeah, LZ, 44. That's what I had too, right on the money. <laughs> I would not have probably guessed that accurately. I had but 41 for LZ. A good, good guesses. You all did better on that than I think I would have myself. All right, Roush stays alive. Very exciting stuff here. Stoops is 55, by the way. Yes. That was the one that I was most 63, 55, 44. That was the only one I wasn't dead on on. Very impressive. Mm. All right, Scoots, I said that one may be a little bit more beneficial to Roush. This one may be a little bit more beneficial to you. Total weight of Trace Jackson Davis and Oscar Shibwe combined. The two big mans that are averaging some of the best numbers in college basketball. People forget, Trace Jackson Davis is averaging nearly 18 and 10. I think it's like 17, 5, and 9, 8. But uh, that's pretty impressive numbers. Oscar's numbers, a little worse than last year, but I still think he's at something ridiculous. uh, Like, what, 15 and 13 or something like that? So... Scoots, I think it's your turn first. Yep, Total weight first, between Scoots. Trace Jackson Davis and Oscar Shibway combined. Two big boys. I don't, I'm not sure on Oscar, but I've got him at around 235. Trace is about 215. Give me 450. 450? Roush, what did you I write I think down? they're bigger boys. I've got Oscar at 240 and Trace at 225. Give me 475. Both are low, so Roush wins. <laughs> It's yeah. 505. Tra- Trace, Trace could not be 225. Like, I was 225 as a six-foot wow. center. Like. Yeah, no. Oh, Trace man. is 245, Oscar 260, according to their ESPN weights. Man, Oscar's averaging Oscar. 13 and I, I should have known. 17 and 14. Should have known, uh, but so feels good to be right, Scoots. Ran down, down to the last question. This comes Woo! down to this. The final question, and we need the – just loop that music back on. Commercial started, sorry. Oh. <laughs> it happens. Whopper, whopper, double whopper. Oop, whop, whop. All right. Write it down. I think Scoots will have to answer first, or who has to answer? No, Roush. Roush answers first. How long, this is beneficial for both of you all, is the Ohio River? (laughs) Oh, my God. How long is the Ohio River? Write it down. Lock it in. (sighs) I'm going to be looking at your papers to make sure people didn't cross anything out. And this is for the trivia championship. The 
re-established trivia championship of Kentucky Roll Call. All right. I can tell you uh, the source and where it dumps out, right? It's the, the, the Three River Stadium in Pittsburgh, and then it's going to go all the way down to not uh, St. Louis. But um, That's where I can see him, Scoots. Uh, my guess is 898 miles. 898 miles. Oh, my gosh. What'd you write down, Scoots? Way far from that. I went to a tribute of Louisville. I know it runs right through Louisville. 502. Oh, the correct yeah. answer, 981 yeah. miles. Nick Rowley, the winner. <laughs> Comes back from two down. Very wow. impressive. Don't call it a comeback. 981 miles is the length Man, of the Ohio. I'm trying to remember the name. Is it the Allegheny and the Monongahela? Yes. Yes. In Pittsburgh that form and, it. And then it runs all the way down to, it's not St. Louis, but it's like farther down in Kentucky. Uh, I think. I well, St. Louis right. is on the Mississippi. Right, right. Yeah. But like where it feeds gotcha. in down Kentucky. Yeah, I think. down Damn at like the western tip. Mm-hmm. Like Fulton, something like that. Yeah. Um, How am I supposed to enjoy the rest of my day after taking that L? That's tough. Up 2 nothing and blowing that lead in a five-game series. Man, wow. So, Roush is Scoot the trivia champion. Two lead. Well done, boys. Man, well done. See, and that trivia is fun, too. Because yeah, it is like, fun. Even, like, you don't really have to know much. Right? Like, it's, it's just kind of... How good are you at knowing the range and kind of guesstimating numbers, which I'm terrible at. Like, if you told me to go, like, Dugan would ask me, well, how many people do you think were at that, like, you know, high school game or something like that? I'm like, I have, I have no clue. I'm so bad at trying to guess that stuff. So it feels good. feels great to have superior knowledge to the Indiana guy who graduated the same school as Atchelis. So, <laughs> I'm going to jump ahead good. on the text line, even though uh, I got that question right. This texter says, I'm going to throw a flag on the Oriole McFlurry question. This is just a hypothetical because we all know the ice cream machine is always broken. <laughs> <laughs> a gr- great, great response wow. on the Thornton Excellent text question. line. Very okay. true. So you you never will get those 803 <laughs> calories because the machines never do not them. exist. Uh, the Sack Pack tweets into the show and says, I think you may have had Oscars West Virginia weight. I just went with off what ESPN said for both of them. So I should have won that sack? Is that what you're saying? I don't. Th- I still think it probably would have been closer to Roush <laughs> even had that happen. He also says, happy Oscar Sheboy Day. They have him at 260 at UK. UK has so, uh, so announced yeah, today Oscar Sheboy Day after his historic performance on Tuesday. Oscar Sheep Day. Well, <laughs> well deserved, if you ask me. Uh, oh, all right. Let's get back to the text line, shall we? Yeah, let's do it. I don't know exactly where we're at. We're at the part where somebody said, hey, what's creepy about sleeping head-to-toe, Scoots? Uh, I'm not sleeping with somebody's feet in my face. Definitely not. <laughs> somebody said that on the text line? Yeah. yeah. Uh, when Lucy starts creeping in bed, every once in a while, you'll just get a foot in your face from your kid. That's fun. So far, that hasn't happened yet. We And the thing is, we go through spurts where it's like, good about the kid not getting in bed, and then you're like, damn it, I'm tired. Just get in bed. I don't feel like dealing with it. I don't want to get into like sad radio because this is naturally where this conversation goes. But Roush, similar to you, I'm sure a lot of your friends have kids in the process of having kids. Uh, same with me. Probably going to be that way for an additional five to ten years. Correct. But gosh, our, our little group message yesterday, a couple of them talked about how they'll put the little bassinet in bed like between mom and dad. I'm just like, 
No. Wow. Do not do that. Why would you do that? Because, like, the crib that they have next to them, they won't, like, sleep unless they're just able to, like, have a finger on mom. Oh, well, like, that, okay, that's well, a you problem, Mom, man. like, keep your finger over the edge man. then and sleep uncomfortably. Because, naturally, we all know where that conversation goes, and it gets sad. But, yeah, a, a lot of people in the group were like, don't do that. Yeah, you got you got to, like, baby's got to cry. You got to figure it out. I totally yeah, agree. Yeah, you got to be hard on it. And shout out to my wife because she, like, took a little sleeping baby class of, like, how to get your baby. And we had some rough nights. Yeah, but yeah. once it stuck, yeah. it, it still to this day sticks. So uh, I'm very happy if, that you If you're having uh, troubles, 12 hours of sleep by 12 days, you can get at the library, or 12 hours of sleep by 12 weeks, you can get at the library. Good informative book. Mm-hmm. They got to figure it out on themselves. They, they're 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 going to be adults. They're going to have to figure out stuff on their own. You can't. And they were sure to be like, it's not like the baby's in the bed. They're in their own container in the bed. But I'm like, but still, like a pillow could fall over, or like you know, so dad's arm could accidentally. Also, fall how is over. how big is that bed? My God, <laughs> probably king beds. I don't know. But still, I guess I'm just a large human. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have a king bed? No, we have a queen. We have uh, a queen too, but. We are also smaller humans than you all. Yeah, so yeah. you had a baby to the fold for your all's queen bed. <sighs> Not having <laughs> You have to get an extra long bed, Rouse? No, you just can't have like a high footboard. The does the dog yeah. join? No, 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 no. Okay. We, well, we used to the the old dog, um, she would and that was uh now the new the, my dog. Brooke's dog could get in the bed. Nick's dog could not get in the bed. Is that was that your rule? Well, he just sheds like a. Oh, so, gotcha. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't want that. And he doesn't like cuddle or snuggle. Like the other one would like spoon with you. But you didn't answer the question. What is creepy about sleeping head to toe? <laughs> I, I just don't want somebody's feet in my face. That's creepy. Mm, or maybe it's not creepy. It's <laughs> I'd rather sleep head to head. You don't, you don't, have, a, you don't have a foot fetish? I have a, the opposite of a foot fetish. You have a face fetish. A you foot have a phobia. phobia. Yeah. You hate feet. I hate feet. So what if like a beautiful woman was like, I need a foot massage? I just won't do it. Scoots. I yeah. won't do it. Nah. I hate feet. You've never sucked if on any toes? If she's fresh out of the shower, hell no, I ain't sucking on no toes. No, I'm good. Jeez, Scoots, live a little. Mm-mm. Scoots, your you're, uh, thinking feet are gross will probably change when you just start dealing with uh, poop. I don't... <laughs> When you've got to start wiping butts. You just so your, your standards. Just no, like. that, that's the thing, Rouch, is I babysat like through college and and through high school, so I I've dealt with poop. That's but fine. Still, feet just you're that yeah, out. Yeah, mm, not good. Huh? I could go for a foot massage. It won't be me, buddy. Texture says, "Did I actually hear Plumley Bro suggest a plus one eighty parlay? This reminds me of the Crocodile Dundees. That's not a knife scene." But- uh, he, and they it was a teaser. A, they sent in a picture of a plus ten fifty parlay. Yeah, that they lost. got six out of seven legs. Yeah, he was doing to Plumley Bros credit. He was doing a teaser yeah, and just different. got pretty good odds on it. Which plus one eighty for a three team teaser is solid. Like you know, it's you got to think of it as like if you just bet one, it's probably minus one ten. So you throw in a little extra, you get it at plus one eighty. It was a solid bet. I I'm worried about it hitting though. Worried about it hitting. I think it's one of these also games to blow out this teasers. Uh, bet the line. Oh yeah. Don't tease me. I'm, right. I'm only gonna buy a hook or maybe do alt lines like Scoot says to like get better odds, but not like to get worse odds on a scared money. Don't make no money. This is a good question from a texter to Roush. Are we going to get any mid-year enrollee interviews? Eventually. They take forever. I bet BB and tonight may get first access. Do you think so? Yeah, that's what they do. Um, I, I hope it's next week, though, because like 
Devin Leary is about to be doing this nil stuff next Saturday, so you would hope that he would be available for interviews before then. I think we're going to have somebody on with the UK football program soon. Pretty excited about that. Uh, and, and I'll give you more updates when I get more updates. Reached out to UK basketball, just being like, hey, things are kind of going well. Uh, they said no. So now, naturally, I hate everybody involved with the program. And we're going to do everything in our power to crush and bash them Man, forever. I did reach out. I shared the one story, too, where we were going to get Chris Rodriguez on. He was just like, I'm not waking up that early. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, yeah, well, yeah, it is hard, he, hard to get people. He was working at the hospital that day. <laughs> All right, we'll be back. One final segment, Kentucky Ooh. Roll Call here on Big X Sports Radio. TJ Walker, Nick Roush, Justin Kalen. Okay, so you're Brad Pitt. That don't impress me much. So you got the looks, but have you got the touch? Now don't get me wrong, yeah, I think you're all right. But that won't keep me warm. Welcome back to Kentucky Roll Call. I'll drink a big glass of chocolate milk probably three, four nights a week. (laughs) I love making big glasses of chocolate milk. With Walker and Roush. Trevor, do you do do you eat anything that's just healthy without without something <laughs> blended into it to make it unhealthy? Milk also not very healthy. A lot of sugar. Milk? A lot more than you think. Just regular sugar and fat. good old breast milk. Two pre- well, yeah, especially breast milk. A lot of fatty calories. That's the point of that's why babies good. Don't you want to get baby's good good stuff? Yeah, I mean, it's good stuff for them. It'd be bad for you. Although that is, um, that's the thing that, like, there's an underground breast milk market for bodybuilders because it's such a high concentration of calories and fat. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yeah, like, yeah, that's a, that's a thing. I, I did not know that. Mm-hmm. That's news to me. Welcome back. Kentucky Roll Call here on Big X Sports Radio. Trevor Kelsey loves him some chocolate milk, supposedly. It's one of my favorite rejoins. I'm also not buying like that he has chocolate milk three or four times a, <laughs> a week. That would take effort. <laughs> well, don't they have the pre-made chocolate milk? Yeah, but he said he likes making a big glass That's of chocolate true. milk. Well, which that just—I'm with you. I don't him, think it that happens. Pouring a glass, just <laughs> him making the chocolate milk. You really never know with Trevor Kelsey. It's Oscar Shebway Day. And this is Kentucky Roll Call. One final segment, 502-414-1450 is the Thornton's text line. Get them in. Get them over. We'll read them on air. And we want to remind you about Shady Rays. We mentioned it during the trivia segment. Roush will be looking cool all day in his Shady Rays because he beat Scoots in dramatic fashion <sighs> in trivia. Scoots, you'll get a chance next Thursday, buddy. That's a whole week away, though. I'll just do your studying on numbers. I want a chance yeah. for redemption today. I may, do, just... I may switch it up on numbers, but we'll do stuff like that. and some, We'll do a similar trivia. Feels good to be the champion on Oscar Sheep Day. Thanks to our friends at Shady Rays. Mm-hmm. Promo Great code looking, Big X, 25% off. Great looking shades out there. Just check them out. Check yeah. them out. Yeah. That's uh, best sunglasses on in in on the planet in, in, that you're going to get. They're the best sunglasses. 502-414-1450, Thornton's text line. Let's, uh, let's get back to it. Where are we at? We are at the one that says T.J. Walker, the first Prince of St. Xavier. Not true. My only thing that I regret 
kind of. I'm still to this day as a 31-year-old conflicted on it. But and I've talked about it on air before too. But sometimes my dad would like not force me, but he'd be like, "Take my car to school today," which is just a wild move on his part. Yeah, I would very not wild. let like Never. a 16-year-old drive a nice car. No. But well, that's because he wanted to drive your sweet Mercedes. No, he actually sometimes he would just want to put my like if he had to go out to BFE, he would take my car to put miles on it, but not because it was a sweet Mercedes. I think it's because it drove good. It did drive like I could go. Yeah. I didn't have to slow down on speed bumps. I always say that that Mercedes. <laughs> that was the best thing about that Mercedes. I could be going 40 over a speed bump and you'd never know it. Was that a speed bump or was that? <laughs> <laughs> Michael said that he ran over a turtle on the expressway the other day. Or a speed bump, or a speed bump on the expressway. Wonder what it was. Wonder what that was. But I do like. I I know that there were probably other students at Saint X was like, look at this goober driving his dad's car, thinking he was cool. I didn't think I was cool. I had self, enough self awareness to be like, I know what people are thinking. But it was also fun just to drive really fast as a sixteen year old, and I could drive much faster in those cars than I could in my crappy, crappy nineteen eighty six car. Trevor told me everything. T.J. Walker drove a convertible S550 Mercedes with gold door handles. Wow. I heard the floor mats were made of red carpet from the Oscars. Oh, that actually is true. Once he, had, <laughs> once he arrived at St. X, he may have students from Assumption rubbing rose petals for him to walk on. It weren't the only thing the Assumption girls were doing either. Wow. Hey, I thought you were going to say something else. <laughs> Do you remember like when like you'd have a Sacred Heart or Assumption student come in? To- oh, my God. The whole Those poor school. Girls. Those poor girls. They were, it was like if, if there was one female that stepped inside school, the entire student body knew about it within mm-hmm. two minutes. Yep. There's girls here. There's girls here. Did you see her? Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, she looking? <laughs> oh, she was in her uniform. <laughs> God, that is so lame. I could uh, not imagine living that. And that's why I love that they have uh, – Barstool has a Chicks are in the office, Chicks in the Office podcast because I'm sure it was the same thing. It was like, dude, there's girls here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the Catholic school lifestyle, or at least the all-boys Catholic school lifestyle, it was different, Scoots. It was different, and there's lots of stories. I know people want the Wallace Reeves, Frederick Toppin, Oscar lineup, but I think subbing Livingston for Toppin would be even better. Livingston can make the threes, uh, passes the Toppin, has to dribble from the free throw line to take contested. These six guys need to do the line, sh- need to have the line share the minute if we want to make an NCAA tournament run. Let's keep the momentum going and keep building on that. Yeah, we discussed that. What was that? An hour one. Yeah, uh, agree. I don't think it needs to be permanent. Toppin, obviously, I think should get plenty of minutes at the four. I just think it could really even make things better with Livingston at the four, similar to well, what the Texas just said. I think you also eventually run into the, well, Reeves and Frederick and Wallace can't play. Like, they got to get their breaks too, right? Mm-hmm. So you're going to have times where there's going to be bigger items. But it's good to see that the one, I, I think the overall uh, takeaway you have from the last two games, it's like, oh, Cal's finally playing the lineup we wanted, and it's seemingly working. It's doing what we all thought and expected it would. So, yep. Moving in the right direction. This person is uh, helping me on my technology <laughs> issue, says that you need to scroll down on your iPhone settings, search TV provider, sign out, and it should have a new sign-in to provide. Uh, I haven't been able to sign into the YouTube TV just yet, but I was able to get the sling off there, so nice. thank you. Monk against UNC, says one texter. See, yeah, that, that's when... When they talk about dominant performances, I always go to that one, especially because that team was very good that he beat. It was a national championship team, right? It, uh, yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah. Um, and he had some huge shots in that game. 
I mean, he had like, pick shots in the, the second game, too, as he, well. He did. That, I mean, it would have been just an incredible comeback if Kentucky's able to even get that game to overtime. And then stupid Luke May. Thanks a lot, John Higgins. Hope you're happy. Hope you could sleep well at night, buddy. Scoots was off that gas and absolutely rattled by TJ's text. Accurate. I wonder if Pullman Bro just, like, if he actually talks like that or if he just texts like that. I think he talks like that. That's With okay. Hollanders? I like Plumley Bro. What, uh, what was that? What text were you rattled by? The one, your ones from the other night, like Justin. Oh, yeah. Or, come on, buddy. Yeah, you really were. Uh, but we found out it was a wacky Wednesday. <laughs> Johnson also had the sexual assault allegations a year or so ago, another reason some schools probably stayed away. People forget that, a.k.a. me. I did forget that. What, Johnson? Keontae Johnson, who's at Kansas State. He did Ooh, have some did off, know the, that. off the court stuff going on. I don't know what came of it, uh, but I do know he is a good basketball player. Somebody said Jerome Tang is on the list, by the way. Yeah, he he would need a little bit more success than just a all good season, as Roush always says. Mm-hmm. But if you're a U of L fan, I think Tang would need to be near the top of your list in for potential replacements for Payne. He's a fun coach, and players love him, and he's doing a really really good job at Kansas State, and did a really good job at Baylor as Scott Drew's right hand man. Uh, Robert Texan, he's got a couple of them. He says, "Think about Tobin that frustrates me at times." At the end of the day, at his absolute worst, he should be a lockdown defender for nearly every position on the floor. Just don't see that happening as often as I'd like. He has every tool to be that dude where Cal can point to teams as player and say, tell Toppin, he gets nothing. And Toppin goes out and does just that. Yeah, but I mean, like, just because you're athletic does not make you a good defender. It, but I get what Robert's saying, that you should be. Like, he should be better he, than he, what he, he is. Got, he has quick feet. Yeah, he should. The, the sad reality is, and I like him. And I hate using this phrase, but it's appropriate here. He just doesn't really have that dog. Like he's he doesn't he's a good player and he tries hard, but he's not somebody that's gonna like take it down to his core personally and be like, I'm getting the better of you and, today. And I think he also has he still has those moments of all like he'll have some awesome block shots, he'll have some great rebounds, um, and he'll have some awesome dunks. It's not as consistent as we thought it would be at yes. this point in his career. And just the the lack of a shot is I think the most shocking thing that's not really a dog thing or not but why what shoot open shots and make them please mm-hmm. a four on this team somebody robert also told you how to do that. yes thank you robert for Good the job, help people. on the iphone stuff it's pretty nice we can just crowdsource our problems like hey i can't figure this out and then just people just come there we go it's like our own real life google very sad to hear the passing of the former basketball trainer at uk curious what happened yeah i see you were closer You've, well, you've always Chris Simmons been passed away. He was house trainer yeah. at Memphis and came over at UK for it's been ten years. At, UK. When did he? Twenty nineteen. That's when he left. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know, but uh, thoughts and prayers to his family and the UK member, former players and staff members that that were that were around with him. Supposedly, great guy. I I don't have any interactions with him and don't. Don't remember interacting with him at least, but uh, yeah, thinking of thinking of everybody that uh, is feeling that loss. It's wild how Big Twelve refs take care of Kansas regardless of where they're playing, but especially at their home court. I, so much of this falls back on I just think people like Bill Self. Yeah, yeah. I did enjoy hearing a, a interview with Russillo where he's talking about. Um, so, you know, he's a big NBA guy. It's like, I don't watch a lot of college, but when I do around draft time, I just can't believe how bad the officials are. <laughs> like, just fly by night, like, stops in, watches college basketball once every 
It's one thing I think Calipari Time gets of year, wrong. and then boom, terrible officials. Imagine having to keep up with it. Uh, you should tell him that. Be like, imagine having to keep up with this crap every single day. But that's one thing I think Calipari gets wrong. And you can make a case maybe even with media to a certain extent. But like, Kiss their butts a little. Yeah. I, if I'm, I'm going to be like buddy-buddy with officials. Yeah, I'm going to hate them. And like, I'll have my outbursts for sure. But like, I'm going to play the game and be a schmoozer if it even gives me the slightest little advantage. And instead, he is probably one of the tougher coaches on officials in, in basketball. I don't think it really helps his case in a lot of instances. But everybody loves old Bill Self. Unless you hide C.J. Reeves on Harris and put uh, – uh, watching them last night, Kansas's Wilson and Dick will be tough duo to match up with, prepare for a lot of Toppin and Livingston together, unless you hide C.J. Reeves on Harris and put Kaysen on Grady Dick. It's going to be interesting, but you also have to remember they're going to have to guard Kentucky as well. Bill Self tried a lot of junk defenses against UK last year, and Keon Brooks just like ate him absolutely alive because he was so worried about Oscar. And they're going to try something like that. They have, they have nobody that can guard Oscar. <laughs> nobody. So they're going to be doubling down and probably maybe doing some like one three ones. I, I'm not. They're going to try something weird and something a little different to slow down Oscar. Should lead to a lot of open perimeter shots for Reeves and CJ. So it may just be, yeah, you're going to give up a little bit on your defensive end, but you should be able to make up for it on the offensive end. But we've got plenty of time to talk about that game. Question for Roush. Why did UK miss out or not participate in recruiting for top in state talent for 2023, like Antonio Robinson, Micah Carter, Jamarian Harkless? Some of it is recruiting rankings. Uh, their evaluations are not the same as the program's evaluations. Harkless, I I never got it. Um, you didn't understand why they didn't go in on him, or no, 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 no. Why like he was ranked so high? Like if you're going to be this, you should be disrupting games more than he did. Um, yeah, and going to the Big Ten, like good for him. Um, but I I just I didn't see it as much with him. Carter was a, it was an injury thing, and how much does he have less left in the tank? And it didn't make sense to take a chance on that, but it does for Jeff Brown. It may, may you know like. At Purdue, here, makes sense for him. For Kentucky, he did not. Um, the Antonio Robinson kid, I've just never heard anything about him at all. I don't really know what his deal is at all. Other than he transferred in, he was committed to Wake Forest or Georgia Tech, one of those uh, ACC black and gold schools, and just kind of stayed committed to him the whole time. Um, never never heard a lot of buzz either way for him. So Anything up with Wu Spencer? Uh, not sure on that, but it feels like Hayes Johnson, the the offensive lineman from Taylor County, I feel like he'll be Kentucky's first uh, first commitment in the 2024 class. He's coming up for junior day next week. Will Fong just put in a crystal ball for him to UK, so um, I, I could see him like announcing after that, that junior day to try to get the ball rolling. That Saturday could be big for UK football and UK basketball. Lexington's going to have a buzz about it. TJ's going to be in the big city. It's just going to be great. Everybody's saying they can't wait. Now that we beat Georgia at home, are we allowed to start talking about the Natty again? Yes. Uh, this is from the Sack Pack. Also, TJ, Nick, and Scoots, y'all are invited to the camp out for the Kansas game. Y'all have over a week to prepare, so there are no excuses for blowing off this tailgate. So what is it? Is it a tailgate? Is it a camp out? How's the Sack, I'll be there. Uh, good for you, Sack. Have fun with that. I camped out for the UNC game in 2009. It was a totally and completely miserable experience. I've told it on air. Woke mm-hmm. up with a blanket of snow on me. 
Uh, so, no, won't be doing that, Zach. But hope maybe I'll run into you in Lexington. Yeah, I mean, I might walk by. Do. Yeah, I might, I'll probably walk by on my way to that nil thing, but I don't, I don't know. We'll see. At that point, they may have. Also, we have plenty of excuses. We're like adults who live an hour and a half away. He knows that. Yeah. He knows that. Yeah. I worry about the fan narrative will go with Wheeler. Hope it doesn't get ugly. To defend him a bit, last year he was always on the floor with two shooters, two of Ty Ty Grady and Mintz, and often Keon Brooks, who spaced the floor as well. Wheeler is a victim of this roster construction as much as anyone. That's true. I think there's truth to that. Yeah. Yeah. But you play with the cards you have, and. Kentucky just needs to play the best lineup that helps them win, and that doesn't right now involve Wheeler. It's not personal. People need to be able to keep it in the context of that, but people are dumb. We see that every single day, and there's really mean and nasty people out there. There's miserable people out there. Uh, You just kind of got to ignore them, publicly shame and embarrass them, (laughs) and move on with your life. But I I think most people have the – like, there was a point in this Wheeler conversation where it was, like, the two extreme of extremes. Like, there was one guy coming at me, like, that Severe Wheeler was the best point guard to ever play point guard in America. And, I, you know, you respond with the other extremes. Like, he doesn't need to see the light of day. Where in reality is, is Casey Wallace's back spasms are going to return or he's going to get in foul trouble and Wheeler's going to have to – we're going to need some big games from him down the stretch. But he shouldn't be the primary guy. Uh, texter says – he hasn't hit a shot well, but Toppin has nine assists in his last two games has rebounded a lot better. The assist thing is big because if you're not going to shoot the ball, you need to try to get it to somebody that will. He is doing a better job of that, being more decisive with his action and passing, and that's that's exciting. And the rebounding, he should be a good rebounder. He can out-jump anybody in the gym, so go get rebounds. His biggest issue is Oscar will just knock the hell out of him and steal <laughs> rebounds from him, and it usually leads to a turnover. That happened on Tuesday night. It's happened like the last three games yeah. where Oscar will get a turnover just stealing a rebounder from a rebounder I mean, from his own teammate. He like barreled in at, like through his own teammate to go out of bounds. <laughs> but he can't like that's a sign that he just cannot help it. Yeah, like his yeah. mind is get the ball, and I don't care if there's a blue jersey in my way. I'm getting that basketball. I'm just so happy that And you gotta live with that. I want I want people to be aggressive going after the rebounds. And if you have a bad luck like it has happened the last few times, you live with it. Knock on wood on those loose balls, like refs are not just reacting to an opponent falling down. Yes. Yeah, they let Oscar kind of get away with some on the rebounds for as much as maybe he doesn't get calls in some other areas. Mm. Um, but whatever. A texture says, the other radio shows are a bit hung up on Cal's bandwagon comments. A hit dog will holler. I love that saying. A hit dog always does holler. It's one and, of the best country phrases there is. And it's totally true. It does It does apply. Oh. Cal on his postgame show said, if you we have bad halves every season. We have bad games every season. If you got off the bandwagon, you can get back on, but you got to get at the back of the bandwagon. And wouldn't you know it, the same people that cry over Cal saying this, that, or the other are crying about that. It will never stop with those people. Cal will never be able to say the right thing consistently because even if he does, it'll be nitpicked, scrutinized, and whined I mean, about. But I didn't hear about it, but it's not a surprise that people are upset about something Calipari says. Because they don't like Calipari. It's just, it's just Cal being Cal. It's like the Holly Rowe thing. This is ha- have time interview. Like that's what Cal does. He he's just being Cal. And some people just don't like him, and that's that's fine. Yeah. Wow, wish UK and Cal could get the same treatment Duke's getting. All the excuses for why they suck and seem acceptable with Duke, but our injuries and new team doesn't matter. Cal's the worst of all time. Thanks, media. Love you. That love that you hate us. Chef kiss. That's why it was embarrassing so many U.K. fans were pushing the Dane O'Neill article and Jeff Goodman article. Those guys, hey, guess what? Whoever U.K.'s new coach is, most likely they're going to trash them too because they don't like you. They don't like you, the fans. 
Jeff Goodman does not like Kentucky fans. He likes to rile you up and get you all worked up and mad. Dane O'Neill does not like Kentucky fans. So it's just going to be the same stuff. Don't give those folks the time of day. It's so unusual, too, because you would think that the most active fan base would be good for them. And you know what it also says to me, too? College basketball media, they're just thin-skinned people. College football, like... Sports media. Media. Thin-skinned people. But especially college basketball. Because, like, you, you deal with all the stuff with college football. It just bounces right off you. But college basketball... Oh my gosh! Like Mark Titus, he he can't even give provide like honest analysis of Kentucky because he's so afraid of people tweeting at him. Dude, get over it. It's your job. People are going to be mad at you that you speak for a living. Get over it. Bunch of cowards. Texter says, "I love watching TJ own these crybabies on House of Blue. Has the team been underwhelming this year? Sure, but they've played better lately. Wallowing in misery when we win is a sad existence. It's the same people on House of Blue too, and they're." Constantly just going to try to divide, drive a wedge, and just be miserable. Uh, they exist out there. Every so often, I'll indulge, and then, but it, they're goobers. I mean, they're they're total and complete goobers. It's uh, funny how you guys talked about alarm clocks and waking up early because I do a very interesting tactic each morning. Each morning, I set two alarms to play mind games in my own brain. Oh, I love these people. Set one alarm, an hour and a half, a four mile alarm. That if I have to fool it, but. One, an hour and a half before he has to fully wake up. By doing this, I'm playing mind games with my brain as I'm getting extra sleep versus waking up to just one alarm. may sound very dumb and idiotic, but that's a routine for roughly two years now. Thoughts? Uh, my dad's best friend in college did the same thing, uh, but he would often just sleep through both. If you if it works for you, that's all that matters. I think it is dumb and idiotic. Just, like, wake up when your alarm goes off. Yeah. Time to get up. This morning I had a baby wake me up at 4.30, and, man, when he went right back down, I was like, Whew, another hour and a half. This is going to be awesome. You're you're ruining REM sleep by doing that, Plumley bro. Texter says, Salt Lake Brian here, catching up on podcast. TJ asked Bengals fans to come at him. I did? To, the, to that point, the Bills rely on cover three. Obviously, the Bengals line blows, but if you can't play man or disguise coverage against Burrow, it makes it difficult. Skylar Thompson or whoever scored points on the Bills, take the Burrow rushing yards total over. Well, thanks for the hot gambling advice. I don't remember saying Bengals fans come at me. I'm rooting for the Bengals. I'm rooting for them. You all got hosts, so I'm, I'm hoping it works out. I don't think it will. I think the Bills are going to win, but I hope to be wrong. Like I'm wrong all the time. Burrow rushing yard total over. That's so yeah. random that I love it. I hope you're right, Salt Lake Brian. Ooh. I'm going to maybe get in on that. Also, betting against U of L is easy money. <laughs> Dylan from Murray. Hey, Dylan. Hey. How are you, buddy? Watch the 30 for 30 on the Cats and Coach Cow tonight. Who else can handle the pressure from the golden standard of college basketball? Maybe just hyped up, but Cal is no sleeper. Lineup came late, but much optimism on the energy of Kentucky basketball finally this season. Love the show and wish there was a Thornton's and Murray. Man, we're gonna, we'll talk to our people at Thornton's. We'll make it happen. Yeah, glad you're listening down there, Thornton's Murray. Is Hope the best. things in Western Kentucky are going well. And Cal's, he, he talks about this. He has been through stuff like this before. You had uh, Bruiser Flint say as much. Just get the lineup right. Get the team. Who, who wins in March? The team that's playing the hottest. Cats haven't peaked yet. Maybe, uh, maybe this is going to be all right after all. What coach on the UK staff will get the boot if KP gets fired? It's <laughs> a good question. I don't know. I really like this staff. I know Kyle Tucker's article made it seem like they need a little bit more yin and yang with X's and O's and player development. But, but part of it is like I don't know. I just don't know about KT. Like I have, n- I have no opinion I mean, on I KT want, Turner. I want Euless on staff. He, he needs to be a lifer at UK. The next Bill Kitely, but in an assistant coaching role. 
I like having him around as well. It just makes everybody feel like I do you know, lo- love that. Like TJ, that's when you know you're getting old. Because like there was people wanting Wesley Woodyard to be an assistant coach at Kentucky football when he's never coached before. <laughs> that's that's when you're starting to get old, right? Like bring the former players. I've back. watched enough Tyler Eulis in my lifetime. He knows basketball. He can coach basketball. He he was a coach on the floor when he was playing. I believe Nick Coffey is in favor of a change, as well as Ethan Moore. Fans calling and post-game talk radio are definitely ready for pain to be gone. That's from Steve. And then also, supposedly, Diener and Blankenspanker this morning said that they want him to be gone. So, the tide is turning. Felt like last night was a big shift as well. Oh, wow. Um, you knew they were going to lose. Man, I, I did hear, because uh, he used to be on against us. I was like, you know, I wonder what Nick Coffey's up to nowadays. And he had a hilarious line. It was like, you listening to the show right now. If you coach this team, you would have the same record as Kenny Payne. I think that's totally true. <laughs> yeah, okay. I think it's totally true. Like it's... Maybe better. Uh, Indiana Tim here. No Abby Steiner. TJ Wow, she'd be my number one. Hey, it never actually sent, so I, I will probably correct that. She definitely needs to be in my top ten. She would not be my number one over Oscar. That's kind of ridiculous. Oscar has to be number one. Yeah. It, he won. If the Heisman is the college football best award, he won six Heismans. He clean swept it. Put up the best numbers in 40 years. Please don't pass over that nastiest Roush that described. Leftover taco meat on a baked potato with an egg in the morning. That's absolutely awful. No, I didn't say a baked potato. You cut up, you fry your potatoes. I, and I normally do it with sweet potatoes. This is a great meal. Does Roush own stonks in said party bus? Uh, no, I do not own stonks in said party bus. Do you all know that if you have Hulu cable and bundle with ESPN app, it puts all the ESPN app games on your Hulu home screen? I don't have Hulu, so I did not know that. I want to read this John text and get out of here. John here, TGIF morning, everyone. It's, it's Thursday. It's Thursday, John. <laughs> so glad to see another exciting sports weekend. I have my Chiefs by 14, and I will take our Cats by 12. I will take Coach Cal as the MVP. He will make great adjustments at halftime and get it done. Let's go BBN. This is going to be freaking awesome. Man, he really did get his days Hey, <laughs> if you don't mind, can I please get some P's and T's for my aunt? She's in the hospital and not doing great. I would greatly appreciate it. We'll got to go have a great weekend. Talk to you later. Absolutely, You, you got your days wrong, John, but we don't care. We'll, we'll keep your aunt in our thoughts and prayers. Absolutely. Love you listening. Wish, wishing We're you the best. listeners. We and, don't tell you enough. We and, appreciate you all. And thank you, everybody, for texting in. It, it, it's fun for the show. It's fun getting to interact with you all. And we'll have a few more. Well, we'll have several more to finish on tomorrow's show. And we'll make sure we get to it and wipe the slate clean before we head into the weekend. Cats take on the Aggies. We'll come back, talk about that tomorrow, 7 a.m. Congrats to Roush on his trivia win. This is Kentucky Roll Call on Big X Sports Radio. TJ Walker, Nick Roush, and Justin Kalen. You'll get him next week, Justin. And she don't know.